And we back again with another episode of the Player Moves Only podcast. Today's guest is one of the hardest working dudes I know. Um, you know, he he was able to make some time today to stop by the show and just, you know, bless everybody with some game. So, you know, I think anybody that's an entrepreneur or into the fashion is going to really dig this interview. Um, so without further ado, this is the Rod Timoteo interview. All right, and we're back again with the PMO Podcast, and I have a very special guest today. I'm sitting here with Rod from Mysterio, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, man. How you doing, man? Good, good. How about you? Bro, another day in the beautiful uh, city of San Jose, man. Can't complain, can't complain. Oh, uh, it's hot up in here. It's been hell hot. <laughs> this weekend was bad. Were yeah. you inside most of the time? What was that? You were inside most of the time? Oh, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It, uh, the, it was like storming like a night ago. Like, you, Did you hear that? I woke up at like yeah, 6 in the morning. Like, I mean, I wake up early, you know, and I... I usually wake up like at six, sometimes five a.m. to work out. But um, yeah, I heard everything. I'm a light sleeper, so I was like, "Wait, is that thunder?" Yeah. Then it started raining. I was like, "That's a trip." Yeah, so, and I think there was an earthquake today too. That's so what I heard about Peter. Kind of maybe kind of explains like the weird weather. Yeah. But Rod, bro, I've been trying to get. I've been like, I've had this vision, right? Yeah. I've started my own podcast, and like, if I could like date date back, like I would say probably like 2015, I think I went into your store. Um, we worked with each other like 2014. Mm -hmm. And around that time you were kind of like, just we were in a retail working at Shoe Palace. You telling me like how you wanted to, uh, how you had this brand. Um, before Mysterio, it was- uh, Rockstar on Duty. Rockstar on Duty. Yeah. And you were kind of just kind of like pitching to me like, yeah man, like this is my idea. This, these are the designs I have. And I was just like, you know, I think anybody that hears is just like, they're like, dude, that's dope, right? Anybody that hears that you have, like, this idea to create something, like, <laughs> I was impressed. I was just like, whoa. Then for you to, like, open up your own storefront, like, that shit is just insane, dude. Like, so, I mean, I, having you on the show, it was just, like, a no-brainer. I was like, I really want to just dive into, like, how you even came about, like, you know, finding finding this idea, how you got creative and, like, really seen, like, like, we're able to, like, have a goal and accomplish it. So, like, just if we could start, like, with, you know, early days, like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew this is something I really wanted to do because it was, uh, I always had that mindset of, like, how it felt in my upbringing, you know, wearing palish, you know, clothes and shoes and Factor 2 clothes, Tar Kmart at that time. And so it was, you know, knowing that feeling, how it's treated as a kid, it was just, you know, I was just kind of like that mysterious kid, skinny Asian cat, you know? And no one really, no one really cared about me. No one paid attention. And then, so I told myself, I'm gonna have my own brand. Um, where it's, I'm killing two birds once done, where I'm gonna do it for a living, and it's something, you know, you know that I'm gonna love to do. So I always had that in the back of my head. Like, and this is know, early days? This is like when you're like high school? High school? Yeah. Uh, probably even, I mean, I knew how I felt when I was, you know, treated when I was younger. Because um, I only had like, when everyone had N64 stuff, I had like, I got my first Nintendo, you know. So we were like late getting our, uh, you know, all the cool stuff yeah. back then, you know. And so I wanted to, you know, I just had that, that feeling like how I was treated. And then... 
course, high school, like, no, I'm just going to do this for a living. Like, I want to have my own brand, you know, because I love fashion. Uh, I love styling myself. You know, when my brother used to fix cars with my dad, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I would just always, like, kind of like, oh, you know, but when we go out to, like, family functions, I was always like, oh, dude, this is how I want to dress, wear a suit and tie, you know, look fresh. And I knew this is what I was going to do. Damn, and so, like, what what were, like, some of the brands that were, like, inspiring you, like, back in the day, like? Oh, dude, there's so many. I mean, first of all, it's, like, LRG, you know, being Asian, you know, Asian-American, and I used to live in Arizona at one point, and someone, I said, oh, yeah, I'm Filipino. They're like, what's that? You know, is that yeah. Asian? You know, they call me <laughs> Ching Chong. I'm like, no, nah, like. What year is this? Um, I think it's, like, 02. Okay. Maybe oh oh one or something. It's like in high school or something. So you were born and raised in San Jose, but then you ended up moving to moved to Arizona. Okay. Yeah, at one point in my life, for uh, my family, uh, my mom's job transferred, and then so I moved there. And the I was diversity like, was hella different, right? Yeah, so it was here, all, like you, you have everything. Yeah, you know. Yeah, over there was like called you know Mexican. You know, oh, I was yeah. the only Asian part. Very rare, like a one percent of Asian people um, in my school. Wow. So they didn't even nothing like they didn't know what Filipino was. They're like, oh no, it's like Asian Mexican or yeah. like what is it? like white dude? Because you know, like, oh you wait, some version of because you know, I was like, oh wait, Basuda? Like yeah. you know, we say you speak the same language, mm. and so uh, yeah, it was just totally different, you know. Damn, and so after that, so high school, you say like, all right, I want to create my own brand, and then what's your next move? Like getting out of high school, do you decide to like get a job? Are you already like um, trying to like? Uh, start up your business or like how did that work I worked for many jobs I think I was always bouncing around I worked for Toyota uh, first um, fashion retail store I worked for was Gap um, then I worked for Mark Echo couldn't sell Kenneth Cole Mark Echo yeah. shit dude I remember that was everywhere yep Burberry uh, Metro Park oh, what, you worked for Burberry yeah no what, what year is that? this is I don't even remember it was like it was, early 2000s yeah yeah and it was like when it was in Santana Row Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. See, so it's that. where where Tesla is now. That's where Burberry was, um, and I was just killing it. You know, like sales went up. I think twelve percent of men's. Um, then worked for Apple. I worked a million many places. I probably worked like three four jobs at a time. So I'll be like working at Apple, then go part time, then go to part time at a um, Mark Echo Cut and Sew. And then after that, I would go to uh, work at Los Gatos Barn Grill, you know, so I was in the, in the nightlife. Then after that, just constantly, like every time I had a break, just working on Rockstar and Duty at that time. Jeez. Okay, yeah. so Rockstar and Duty was the first, first one. So how did you come up with that idea? And like, what what is the process, dude? Of just, I'm just so like curious. You're, yeah. you're so like, like following you on social media, anybody that follows you on social yeah. media knows like you're always posting positive stuff. Like, honestly, like, things that would really just, like, juice up an entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like in the morning, like, you know, I'll check out the pages, but I'm like, all right, let me see what Rod's up to. You know what I mean? Like, dude, for real. That's like, crazy. Yeah, man, you, you huge inspiration. We'll get Thank more you. into, like, how you inspired this later. But, yeah. So, um, we were saying, uh, like, yeah, how did the Rockstar on Duty come about? Man, I was just, I think I was just running wild at one point, you know, when I got kicked out of my mom's house at 18. Um, I was, like, homeless. And like just kind of jump around people's houses, people's cars, you know, stay in the streets. And then uh, I had pneumonia. I was just, I think I was just, you know, living that rock star life, you know, and I was 
you know, also known as DJ ROD. So I used to DJ. Um, I was a DJ at 21 over clubs oh, when I was shit. 18. <laughs> uh, around, the, around the venues here. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, ROD was just Rockstar and Duty. You know, that was my name. Um, I think right. what inspired me to that was almost like when uh, watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air and I saw an interview with Will Smith and he said the reason why he has his name on the show because he wants people to remember him. So every time I was screaming out, you know, R.O.D., Rockstar, Duty, and they're rocking that shirt, they're representing me. And so it was always like, you know, it was just a great feeling, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, just, that, I just did that and kept it going. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, like, you know, we kind of like, I like business partners, a lot of my best friends, you know, and it was doing good, but we all went our separate ways. You know, everyone had, you know, either, you know, I was still into fashion, you know, and there was one to like, they had their own job. It's hard to convince people to be as passionate and uh, not to knock anyone off, but to be, you know, this is my, this is my shit, you know, yeah. it's my brand. And yeah. so it was, I was, had high expectations and everyone else, you know, they're doing what they can, but, you know, I was doing the designs, you know, I was trying to learn how to do designs and doing everything. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of hard too when it comes with it uh, when it comes down to like having a team like uh, you know I, I would say like when you first create something right like every you have people that join and they kind of like hear the idea like oh you're starting something but then like as you progress and they start seeing like um, you know how not I don't want to say how easy it is but how possible it is like to really like start something from the ground up and like yeah. build it you know you have like egos coming to play and then you have like people that want to like take full control you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's like I would say you know finding the right people and like having the right people with the right mindset and I mean I guess you always kind of just have to like see where their intentions are right exactly I mean it's, that's part of the hardest part you know uh, but that's why I like I could do everything on my own if I really wanted to but having great teams like Cherry on top, you know, to have someone that's the same hustle, the same drive, um, and also have the same intention of building a strong culture. Um, I think that's the hardest part. In expanding and growing your business, finding that right core people. But yeah. when you do have that people, just take care of them and just it just builds off that, you know? Yeah. So, um, so you're doing Rockstar on duty, and then how do you branch off into the next adventure uh, brand? Uh, to Mysterio? Yeah. Um, so I had Rockstar on Duty, and then I called it Entourage at one point um, because I was so inspired with the show Entourage. I was, you know, I was just... That's one of the ones I've never seen. Yeah. You know, I was always creating something, you know. And I think the biggest thing is when I tell people, is like, you just really kind of have no fear when creating something. Uh, it probably, like, mind fucks you at times because you're like, you know, I got to... What's people gonna say? What's people gonna think? You know, but you know, I always had that in the back of my head, but I still continue to do it. It's like, fuck, I'm just gonna do it. So I created Entourage um, and then decided I wanted something more personal and someone that could really understand me, and that's when I created Mysterio. And Damn, I, that straight, was coming and, straight from the childhood, like the way yeah, you felt, right? Yeah. Damn, that's and insane. And it just, it just made things easier. Because Rockstar D was, it was like, party turn up you know and we're all going wild um but well, to be honest i was never really that wild I, I mean i was i partied you know go hard rock star duty mm-hmm. that was almost my like, different persona you know 
but for me it was I was always like very chill and quiet. I mean, you used to see me at Pichu Palace. Yeah. I'm very laid back and chill. Yeah. Uh, I'm not like out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it goes though, right? I mean, you, you're going to keep on growing and like if there's no growth, I mean, <clears throat> there's no progress. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it definitely fits you, dude. Like you've just been from back when we were working, right? I like, know, right? I mean, <laughs> shit, you were, you were kind of a little more on the quiet side, but... I mean, like, once we, like, started chopping it up, yeah. then I was like, oh, shit, dude, Rod's fucking dope as fuck. Oh, dude, it yeah. was fun. Those are, those are the, one the of the funniest times yeah. we had, you know? We had, the cool, we had a cool squad. <laughs> we did. And um, I'm sure you don't deal with, like, customers fucking bitching like that. Dude, it was... <laughs> it was wild, though. Wild, or like, you were just... It's just funny, dude. Even just, like, with employees. Yeah. You just deal with so much different things. Or, like, the, I think the worst thing is kind of, like, the closing time when we're, like, counting the money like yo dude how the hell are we missing hey, shit, like we're missing a bucks a <laughs> dollar 50 cents you still gotta report Straight that up. or more than 20 bucks 100 bucks i remember those days and, you know it's like fuck dude yeah, we're getting dude. trouble that mall food were, were you eating the, the food court oh yeah it was bad it was bad yeah i was fucking uh sarku chicken dude, all day here. <laughs> I, or, you know mondo had a cheesecake factory Dude, motherfucker was getting Cheesecake Factory every day. Every day. Shrimp scampi, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that was crazy. Shout out Mondo. I know. Shout out to Mondo, man. Like, that guy was crazy, dude. I actually told him that he, I want to come. He needs to come fuck with me over here, too. Oh, uh, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's cool, people. He's killing it, too. Hell yeah, dude. You know him. He's always... That whole family's always hustling. Yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, and you working at retail, like, at that point, is it... Um, are you working at all? Like, um, I mean, obviously, you need, you're need you making money so that you could... Uh, fund your your own um, brand but like are you working for the experience at that time or are you working to like fun um, Mysterio or like how is it what's what's running through uh, your head during that time to, to be honest I think it's just really uh, just to learn different um, cultures from different brand different companies because um, so, you know I wanted to learn I always like to get my hands dirty so it's like you know a gap you know the first retail the visuals for them as well um, and then work for market console sales and then uh, working at Apple, understanding like the presentation, how in you know, a more professional aspect, work for Burberry where it's more high class, uh, Kenneth Coles, like leather goods. Um, I wanted to understand every aspect of fashion because I knew I didn't go, I didn't go to school for it. And so I felt like experience was more important to me. Um, and I got paid for it and it funded a brand. So it's, you know, it was just worth it for me. Yeah. So that's why even Metro Park, you know, learned like, you know, one of my favorite brands like Crooks and Castles, you know, it was like lots of different, you know, brands in that, in that store. And I, you know, I got to learn every type, you know, their stories and, and just how they ran their business. I knew I was going to have a storefront. Yeah. How early on did you know? Like, that, like, dude, I just, it's fucking incredible, bro. I'm telling you to watch from the outside, like, um, people never are gonna understand like the 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 work that really goes into what you've done, right? Yeah. Like, like people are really just saying like, oh shit, he has a store up, but like they don't understand like the work, the sweat, the tears that actually like go into bringing that shit to life, right? Oh, dude, it's it's just crazy. I'm still mind blown because I, you know, I see the spot, and I'm always like just grateful because no one thought I'd be where I'm at. Everyone's like, oh, dude, it's just a hobby. And I, I listen, and of course, I heard at times, but I just use it as, like, fuel. You know, I told, like, told yeah. myself, like, no one's going to stop me. 
like yeah. no one. Yeah, know? and I mean like there's always gonna be naysayers, right? Yeah. There's gonna be the people that are like, oh, Rockstar on duty ain't gonna do shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's all right, right? But like, I think it really comes down to like the owner or like whoever, like, like say like I did the PMO podcast, right? And I'm like trying to promote it, but like if I don't believe in myself, like nobody's gonna believe yeah. in that shit, you know what I mean? Like people are just gonna be like, ah, that shit's all right. That's basic, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, dude, you, you, you definitely like own your shit. like even back in the day like you were being humble working next to like like myself and you know the other people around like just fucking like working the 12 to 12 dude we were putting in 12 hour shifts over there you know what yeah. i'm saying you were for real like grinding with us and then like you know on the low you just kind of like doing your thing too like you have an idea like i want to be here yeah and that that was that's incredible man and i mean it's, that's why it's important that i preach visualize and conquer uh visualize success and conquer by hustling harder you know because i never lost sight of my goal it was just there this is like it was right here and just trying to figure out the ladders to climb to get to that moment because uh, i knew it wasn't i didn't have an, like unlimited funds i knew i didn't have a ton of money um and so in order to do that i had to do whatever it took um and then there was no stopping me and that was like the main goal it's like and i told myself even till this day it's like you know, it's always going to happen. I'm going to have two stores in San Jose, one in L.A., one in Paris. And I'm not going to stop until I get that goal. Um, That's hard as fuck, dude. I can see the Paris stuff. I mean, you, yeah. you you be posting the pictures, like, visualizing it, man. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, I believe in it. Like, yeah. yeah, for real. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I mean it. Um, so, like, where did your um, your positivity and, like, your motivation come from like is that does that stem from like when you were younger or did oh, yeah. you kind of like grow into that person like how, how did that happen uh-huh. you're, you're a positive motherfucker yeah. like if i like i, I gotta say I, it, I, think, I think it just grew on to me uh, i think just going through life in general it changes you it molds you you know it, i it really uh so i went through a lot behind the scenes um especially when i got kicked out of my mom's house and we just like you know east side san jose you know it was bad back then and so I had to just, you know, just survive. You know, I had, like, street brothers that, like, you know, just took me in and just, you know, just really understand me, understand, like, the whole, what people go through when you have no option gives you no choice, you know? And then, it, you know, it changed me. And, it, you know, I, I witnessed so much things in life. I'm like, damn, you know, and, like, people would just, like, give up. And there's times I did say, like, fuck, fuck life. You know, I was just, you know, I hit a, like a darkest moment in my life. And then, uh, yeah, man, like, I think I just decided to change my life. I think this one that's like, I think I had a, a homie like passed away on my birthday. Um, and then, yeah, I seen the blood on the floor, you know, it was crazy. And I told myself I just wanted to just go a different route. And so I just changed. And then, uh, just stayed positive and then you know it's either I could give up or I can continue the grind appreciate the journey um, and just most important just embrace life and that's why I just stay positive I just embrace it because you just literally have one life to live Um, you can either push it aside or you know and fail and give up or you're just gonna adapt yeah definitely adapt and evolve and that's what I did I wasn't always that positive back then but I had no choice you know so I just 
you know, change my whole mindset. That's why the mindset is so important. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you're my little brother. It's, you know, the life we all went through. You're the oldest? Uh, my sister's the oldest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Out of how many? Um, and then my brother, uh, I have a little brother too. So it's just us three. In three? Yeah. Got it. And uh, what are your family like? Like, uh, say just from when you uh, finally decide, like, all right, I'm going to do this, like the clothing, like, how's your family um, responding to the. Oh, they hated the ambitions. They hated really? it. You know, it's like Joe Coy ain't lying about the Filipino parents, yeah. you know, or Asian parents. What's he say? Or it's just, you know, either being a doctor, you're going to work in the government, you know, or you're going to be, you know, the medical field or engineer. That was none of those. I said, I want to have my own clothing brand. And we, me and my mom had endless fights because I was, you know, she would say whatever she had to say. I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. Like, there's, like, I love this, mm. and I'll go broke doing this, you know. So it was, it was hard times for me. We had, like, a like a strong bond at times, but also, like, a broken uh, relationship because, you know, I didn't want to live a normal, like, just live a life like everyone else. Like, they told me to. Yeah. I just wanted to just do it. Do me. Yeah. And so um, was the... Uh, barber journey a part of that a part of any of your like your vision early on like no no definitely definitely not um i think just going to different barber shops um i actually didn't even get go to barber shops back then you know i was afraid because i didn't know what what fades and tapers were so i had to go to east side like asian haircuts yeah one of those little spots yeah, yeah, yeah. and just cut my hair six dollar haircut yeah (laughs) you know then going to like i never went to a barber shop yeah um, and then finally I was like, oh, you know, I'm just changing my look. I had like a mohawk and then I wanted someone to do designs on my sides. I remember and I, this. And I had a rat tail. Um, and then so I had a Victor Barber one time do my designs and stuff. And I was like, this is cool. You know, I just didn't know. I didn't want to go to barbershop because I was so intimidating. It's like everyone's crowded around, you know, and there's. And all I know what and I want. And that that moment where you're like, "Fuck, I don't know what I want." Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Oh yeah, this made me look good." Yeah, you know, because I don't know yeah. the lingos, you know. Yeah. And then if, if somebody was to tell you that now, like you being a barber, like it just made me look good. You, are you gonna be like, "All right, I'm gonna just do my thing"? Or are you gonna be like, "Fuck, I don't uh, know exactly yeah. what this person wants"? But I'm gonna... no, I'll, I'll, I like to educate my okay. client. I think that's the reason why it allowed me to like recommend this style become a better barber, because um, uh, I knew. You know, what it always comes down to, it's always, like, feeling how I used to feel. And I bring that emotion towards other people. Like, almost, like, treat people how you want to be treated, you know? So every client that comes in, it's like, have you been to, like, you know, to a barbershop before? And I said, no. And a lot of my of my clients are corporate clients. Um, and so I'll say, hey, let me educate you. Because I know that feeling of being intimidated going to a barbershop. Um, and then... Even when I'm in in there in my chair, I just get creative. It's like, how do you style your hair? I'll do complete opposite and just really um, kind of do different looks. So hey, this is what you can do in different in a different lifestyle. You know, if you want to dress up and look good, GQ, like this is how you'd style your hair. If you want to go your your everyday corporate laid back job. This is, you know, you do your typical comb over, things like that, so. Got it, and that's all stuff that you learned within that time at the Barber College? Uh, no, I just. Or that's like your barber, own research? Like yeah, you. Barber College is really, to be honest, is like, teach you the sanitation. They don't really teach you how to fade. 
I was blessed to have like you know dope barbers, young barbers around me that taught me how to fade new things. Uh, but you know, like you know, bar, like I was about to go to uh, Paul Mitchell, and it was like, yo, you shouldn't. I, I didn't go there. Eventually, thank God, it was expensive, and so they don't teach you anything really. You know, it's only teaching about sanit- how to properly properly sanitize your clippers and stuff like things that. like that. Yeah, and how to pass a school or the um, pass the state the t- boards. T- yeah, but that's about it. You know, I mean, you have to learn on your own to be honest, or learn from other barbers. So. Yeah, they're not like, all right, today we're going to learn how to do a dope-ass tape Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got you. Damn, man, that's incredible. So, like, to go back, um, yeah, so I think it was 2015, right? Yeah. You, um, we might have been working with each other, maybe 2016. Uh, you don't, you didn't, 20, when, the last time I seen you in 2015, it was like, we were both managers. Yeah. And then I don't think you had the store yet. Yeah. Um, then a year later, you open up the store, and I remember like hitting you up. I was like, "Hey, what's up? I gotta go get a sweater." So oh, yeah. yeah, I ended up going to your uh, to your place, and um, it was just the boutique. It yeah. Was just yeah, just apparel, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't know how. I don't remember what happened. I think you might have invited me upstairs to go uh, get get one of the teas. Yeah. But I remember I, we were like kind of talking like. Um, I don't know how, why I told, was telling you, like, yeah, I kind of see myself doing, like, interviews. Yeah. Or, like... I remember um, that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to do the YouTube thing. And that's, like, in 2016. And, like, uh, like I was saying, man, if I didn't say that you weren't one of the people that inspired the players <laughs> only, like, I'd be lying, man. Like, yeah. there's, there's definitely a, a, a selected... There's, there's a few people that definitely, like, you know, motivated me. Like, and you being one of them, um, a, a couple rappers... Um, but like really just like made me realize like man i gotta believe in myself like if i'm gonna want to do this like i remember just having the idea like yeah um you know sometimes you kind of just got to speak it into existence right Mm -hmm. like i definitely was just like you know i want to do that and then the idea never left like it was always there i didn't know how to like um how to uh what's i didn't know i didn't really know what the next step was like how to start yeah you just get the idea right but um yeah man it's so dope to see like from that point when you just had the uh apparel in the store and then you now it's a half barbershop right yeah yeah so like that was when when did you how was uh, how did that come about like the next step when yeah. you're like oh, i want to be well, a barber i knew the amount of traffic uh barbershop scott um so i wanted people to be able to shop for apparel and shop and then be able to get fresh cuts um it was hard to recruit barbers, you know, because I wasn't a barber myself. You know, I didn't know nothing about barbers, bar running a barber shop, like literally nothing, you know. Um, and then finally, uh, you know, I had people turn me down. Um, and then finally, uh, my other boy uh, Ronnie hit me up. So yo, we just we need a spot to cut. Um, they got let go from another barbershop, he had another boy, um, and then shout out to, you know, Franco and uh, Ronnie, they were my first barbers, and then I said, yo, you know, you know, let's run it, let's do it, it's exactly what I, like, it's crazy, because it's, everything starts unfolding, like, exactly what I was, in, you know, envisioning, and it's coming true, and uh, he was actually the first person to turn me down, and he came, he ended up working at the shop, you know, 
And then we... Uh, He's the first person that turned down your offer, and then yeah. he, he eventually came back? Oh, shit, yeah. that's crazy. So it's, like, crazy, because you, you... Sometimes in life, you just never know when, you know... You'll hear, you'll hear so many no's. You hear it all the time. You hear so many no's, there'll be, a, like, a yes eventually, you know? Just never give up and never stop believing that. So I knew, like, barbershop boutiques. I knew, like, the amount of traffic, like, you know, in retail, we're all about, you know, upsell. It was a perfect way to upsell everything. And then, uh... You still remember your shoe pals, bitches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I've been reading my whole life. So, it's, yeah. you know, what's the, you know, UPTs, yeah. you know, I know all where that. We, where would you uh, rate them, like, as far as, like, sales? Shoe pals? Yeah. Like, Bro, they're on a whole different level. They, they yeah, taught right. us how to hustle. They did. They taught us how to hustle. It's yeah. a whole different hustle game with that company. Yeah. You know, the culture that they bring, like, you literally have to be, like, there's no no. I don't want it. It's like and, you and have to convince time, we, them. It's just for the company, like not even on no commission. Yeah, it's like, exactly. We're like straight up, just like, yeah. hey, bro, you definitely need these J's. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You, too. you gotta get this. You got the shoe cleaner. You gotta get the socks. Dude, yeah, that was uh, you know, that hustle was totally different. Yeah, you know, compared to like when I was working at Kenneth Cole Burberry, where it's like very professional. You know, they're not as aggressive. You know, if people yeah. want to come drop money. Yeah. Like, they're in there, and if they're fucking looking, you're probably onto. I think you get assigned to a person, right? Like, you go yeah. into Burberry, and, like, somebody's in the front. They'll be like, oh, let me yeah. get Rod to come uh, help yeah. you out. So yeah. it was very well structured. Yeah. Shoe Pals was, like, it was just a whole different ball game. I loved it, though. You know, yeah. You, that's what I'm saying. That's, like, like, it allowed me to see different cultures yeah. from different companies. I was like, oh, this is what I want to have in my company. That's dope. You know, that's had a mental note with that. And it was just crazy. Definitely um, an experience I will never forget. Yeah. I, I like, honestly, that that's just some, a lot of people, you know, like it'll somehow end up in the in the conversation. But I think it just had such a huge effect on me, like as far as like my character, yeah. you know, like where my like ambition comes from. Like it really just like pumped me up being like that the guy that, like, was selling shit. I was just on yeah. top of that shit, dude. That was fun. It was, it was fun, fun, dude. It was, it was fun. definitely fun when yeah. it was all of us working, you yeah. know, especially all, all our manager over there. Yeah. And we were just like, yo, what's, you know, we just make goal, and we're, like, having fun. We're like, it was dope. Yeah, oh, dude, making goal. Yeah. talking, like, 20 Gs on a fucking <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, dude, on a Saturday, like, what? It didn't really feel like working where it's, like, with all of us, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially on weekends, it was fun. Yeah, dude, weekends were Crazy, yeah, it was bro. crazy like, like too. Wall to wall, like full of people. Yeah. Man, I don't think people would even like guess how busy that place gets too. We were at one of the the biggest locations. Yeah. We were at Oak Ridge, so I mean, we were dealing with with the wow. most. <laughs> the most, dude. It was yeah. crazy. It was wild. Yeah, dude. But yeah, so like, what what do you see next? Like, are you still gonna be like you're trying to get the new location? Like, you want the the Paris is definitely in the in the yeah. future, right? Yeah. Have you been out there? Um, I actually never been out there. I'm, uh, I was supposed to go there um, this year. Uh, my best friend was, uh, he's like, you know, like a brother to me, Spiros. He's like Greek. He's supposed to get married in um, in Greece, July wow. of this year. And then we were supposed to go to, uh, to Greece. And then we're going to go to London and go to Paris. Um, oh, perfect. Be, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, you know, so, I'm always so busy, you know. So it's always hard to find time. And. That was like the perfect time to like all right, take a whole week, two weeks, and just enjoy and just get more inspiration. And that's what I love about Paris. You know, I just I look at it, I'm like the art, you know, 
the fashion, yeah, which is insane. You the know? architecture, right? Like the yeah. building's just a whole It's crazy. Thing. Yeah. So that's what I really, I mean, that's the reason why I called it Mysteri. You know, it's in, Paris, it's in uh, Mysterious in French. I'm um, just intrigued by it. Got it. And like, how did how did that come about? Like, how were you kind of, you knew that you, the, the word you wanted to use was mysterious. Mysterious, yeah. And then you kind of just like did your research and then came across the French translation of it? Yeah. Uh, just because, yeah. uh, you know, I was I already had my mind to like, it's going to be a global brand. I want to be, I didn't want to be known as a local celebrity. Um, and I hated that. Yeah. You know, so, oh, everyone knows you, Ron. And so I'm like, nah, not really. Because no one knows me in Paris. No one knows me in New York. I want to get at that level. I'm not there yet. You know, I'm, and that's why I'm, that's, I'm still trying to get there. Do you want to be known as like the face of it? Are you kind of like brand first of Mysterio? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, and I talk to my team, and you know, they they're trying to. That's why they're telling me to do more, like kind of like things like this, you know, because I was always that shy guy, like to be behind the scenes. They're like, bro, you're like the face of the brand. Like, get used to this. Do more things like this, um, and everything will come together. And so now I'm just kind of like embracing the. The role, I guess, but you know, but I had a mind choice like to be behind the scenes, but at the same time, I mean, it comes with you know with growth. What you know, I got yeah. yeah, I got to be confident, and I mean, this is my pat. This is like my obsession. It's not even a passion anymore. I'm obsessed, and so I just kind of like embrace that role and just this is my thing, you know. Yeah, no, I feel that man. That obsessive, that fuck, that fucking obsessive feeling, bro. Like even when you're failing so many times and you're like, nah, I gotta keep on trying. Yeah, I gotta dude. get it. I gotta get it. Got to. Yeah, I'm definitely going through my like trial and error. Yeah. Um, phase right now. Like, there's so many times that I failed. Like, with I don't know with the issues with the audio or it's, there's an issue with the video. But like, I'm starting to like figure out like, okay, there's a reason for it. Now what do I do to prevent it mm -hmm. for the next time? You know what I mean? But, like, what are some of your, like, uh, trial and error uh, phases, like? Dude. <laughs> the list goes whole, on, right? That's a whole, yeah. I probably have a whole book of it. What do you think, would, what would you say is, like, your, like, that one time you failed where you were just like, fuck this, like? Um, I think just kind of seeing, you know, having, you know, it's crazy because you have a team um, and then, They'll, they all fuck with you, you know? When uh, everything's going great, you know? We're out popping bottles. We're doing, you know, you know, we're having fun. We're in that limelight. And then, but when that stops, and you're more about talking about business, you know? And then everyone's like, oh, you know, I can't make it to this meeting. I can't be here, I can't be there. And it kind of like mind fucks you. It's like, yo. And then like, do they not eventually care? it leaves, you know, so oh, I don't have time for this. It's like, am I a bad leader? Am I bad? Uh, maybe I'm not fit to run a brand on my own. It mind fucks you, but at the same time, like, you know, I you gotta, I just gotta have, you know, I gotta keep going. Especially when you're so invested in it, right? Yeah. Like it, I can see how that could affect you. How did you overcome those, those obstacles? Like, cause I mean, at that point, it's your mental. Like, how, yeah. do you, how did you, like, um, you know, just take a step back and reevaluate the, like, the circumstances? And I think at the end of the day, it's just really, you just got to, like, you know, no one's going to love this as, more, as much as you do. And then you just got to keep going. You just can't stop, you know. 
Um, even when the odds are against you and things like that, you just got to really kind of, you know, man up. It's like, you know what, this is my dream. You know, this is the, this is my passion. And they may not see, they only see like a small silhouette of things, but I see the overall picture. It's just a matter of timing. It's a matter of, you know, failing my way to success. You know, fail many times. Oh, I learned to do this. Oh, I got to do that better, you know. And so um, I just didn't allow, allow it to stop my grind and my hustle. I just continued to just get better, you know, and kind of, you know, prove to myself, like, yo, I could do this on my own, and I'm going to keep going no matter what, and no one's going to stop me. Hell yeah, dude, that's what's up. Player moves only for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, how many people would do you have on your team right now? I have so many different people. There's different members. There's, uh, you know, I have a guy that does social media. Um, I now have one other designer. You know, you know, it's, I got like my girl doing the paperwork, the back end. Is that HR, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a, actually, I have my boy doing the HR stuff oh, no. too. Uh, and then we have our, you know, our fitness team. We have, we're building our little skating team. So we have a small little team uh, that fits the culture um, and they're in different cities, different states. So we get time for us to even come together because we're just so many of us. Um, they just, they just roam everywhere, basically. Uh, but- we're up in the brand. Yeah. But like our core members, probably like a good solid six, seven, just like a really core. And these team. are the local, the like local, the local yeah. team? Yeah. Got it. Um, so you are you sponsoring like skaters and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like uh, models or how does that what? Yeah, what's we the have brand we have brand ambassadors. We have a uh, um, you know they wrapped up team. We have a fitness team and stuff. Um, we are look. I mean, we're still looking for more athletes. Um, I mean, like everyone says like we're part of, like literally uh, maybe an athlete and artist away of just blowing up. You know, because we build our. Instagram or are following organically. And so we have a really core uh, following. Um, and it's just without any like a crazy influencer or crazy athlete repping a brand. Uh, but that's definitely going to be in the works. Yeah. You and know? you've gotten your, your clothing into a couple hands, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, um, I, I can't remember the last rapper that I saw. Um, but uh, you're... I think I think the guy that does social media, like he's the one that usually like yeah. meets up with people, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, yeah so, like whenever he gets a chance, like backstage, he'll just be like, "Hey, this is the yeah, yeah." You know, because uh, he's gay. Yeah, my boy Conrad, he's connected with a bunch of uh, like TVE people. So okay. He, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right so he's connected with them, um, and I mean, we just all connect with so many different people. It's just a matter of who's rocking the brand. Sometimes I don't even know. You know, like everyone just tells me. Uh, I just we'll do tag you or something. Yeah, I just do my own things. Oh yeah, that's dope. That's dope. You know. Um, yeah. But that yeah, that probably gotta pump you up too. Oh, like for some, sure. I'll talk. People rocking it. Yeah, I can't wait for that day. I have like a dope athlete. You know. Yeah. What's dope. the goal? Who do you want to rock it? Speaking in existence right now. <laughs> Dude, there's so many. There's so many. Cause like, like any of the Warriors, you know, like like those have Steph, Clay, Draymond. Um, I mean. If I had a football player like OBJ, I love his fashion sense. I could see him rocking a brand. Oh, he could rock that easily. Easily, you know. Um, 
You gotta get them that custom. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just so many. So many. I've seen recently um, that you uh, posted like your order, um, like the email, like a uh, email from somebody's order, and it was like out in Germany. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's people in Germany, people from different countries that try to purchase our apparel, Damn, which crazy. is a great feeling. Uh, lots in Canada as well, a lot of French Canadians. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's like there's like the goal to trying to get yeah, global. Would, yeah, would you ever imagine that? Like just people in different like <laughs> countries and yeah, states dude. like rocking your work? That's an amazing feeling. I mean, we even had someone from the East Coast. Uh, one of the guys like, yo, bro, like I had to sell my hat, my the not the you know the original logo, mm. the black and white snapback. He sold it for eighty bucks because we we don't have it online, you know, because a lot of our stuff is exclusive. Once you sell out, like you don't do you the don't just, you don't you know it's not about the money, you know. It's like oh, it's cool, you know. It's like that sold hella fast, mm -hmm. but you know, it's oh, why don't you keep going, get that money? It's like nah, you know, because I just you know, it's almost like you know collecting sneakers or. Um, also, like you know, when I was used to when I was DJing, I didn't have Serato. It was just strictly records. So trying to find like records and like, oh shit, this is dope. Oh, you I were DJ DJing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not the button, not the. Oh no 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 no! It was yeah. I had like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, you're, you're, you're a DJ, DJ for sure. <laughs> but um, dude, what a trip, man! It's honestly, it's been great, like to just watch like your progression, bro. Like, yeah. it's it's it's, Thank it's, you. it's fun to watch, yeah. and um, also being like a fan of the apparel too. Like, Thank you. You know, it's I. How did you come up with like um, like it, it's not? <clears throat> excuse me. Not everyone is equal. Some are just um, gifted. Yeah, right? so that's like yeah. our our motto, basically our tagline. Not all create equal. Some are just gifted, um, and I get asked that all the time. It's like their favorite quote too. Yeah, no, like, that's dude, so dope. It sticks, man. Like, and it's like it's a strong message. And some people are like, oh, do you think you're better than anyone else? I said no. And so imagine you get two identical twins, right? They can look exactly alike, but their mindset's different. Uh, you know, like there's no way they can make love pizza. They may love you know the same type of sports team. But either way, it's like, one's like, oh, I'm into art or I'm into math or something, you know? They're not equal. Like, exactly. they both have their own, You know what I'm saying? That's how it came up with the not equal sign. And then at the same time, uh, you know, some are just gifted, you know? And so that's why, I, if you know, it's on the logo. Uh, two's on top, two stars on top, three in the bottom. Two's not equal, three. And that represents, uh, uh, everyone has their own unique gift. You know, everyone's unique. Um, it's just some choose to develop their gift, while others choose to let it go and let it go to waste. So we want people to really get inspired to, you know, push on their uh, their true abilities, their talent, um, continue to develop it, and not let that go to waste. Um, and that's for me. It's like that's all gifted my mind is uh, my gift to me is because you know I'm no I'm not. There's nothing special about me. You know, I didn't. I wasn't born with a raw talent or skill set. I just have a that mindset of just like, just I'm never gonna give up. I'm gonna continue this grind no matter what. I'm gonna do this for a living. I'm gonna go broke doing it. I'm never turning back. And that was like my that was my mindset going forward. Um, and that's why I want to push people. 
and that's why like my, I always we have such strong messages on our on our um, on our designs and what we represent because you know it reflects me personally. And I know if I felt that way, I'm pretty sure it's people that felt underestimated through their journey, through life. Um, and I want all those mysterious people to come out like, yo, I have a true gift. This is me. So. Yeah, that's amazing, bro. Yeah. Um, who are some of your inspirations? <clears throat> like, who? Like, dude, your, your mentality is just like yeah. on another level, man. It's like positivity is really like what's going to get you to the finish line. You know, if you're like, you know, pouting your whole your whole 5K, you're going to it's going to be fucking hell. But, like, yeah. you know, if you keep that right mindset, like, you're going to get to the finish line eventually. Yeah. So, um, like, yeah, who's some of your inspirations? As far as, like, in fashion? Just culture, or? fashion, mm-hmm. music, like, any, like, uh, what, like who, like, really inspires you? Uh, for sure, the Jonas from LRG. Uh, he passed away. Uh, Asian Cat. Um, I think he was the base uh, inspiration for me when I was younger because he was Asian-American. He's rocking chains, chilling with the artists, having these parties. You know, he was the man, you know? And I was like, man, he made Asian people look cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was me. That's how I rocked my gold chain. Shout out all the Asian people, man. Yeah. He, people are cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why I, he was my biggest, he's also my biggest, you know, inspirational, like having my own clothing brand and, also being like not your typical Asian guy, but having like that type of like, you know, that that style that and loving embracing that culture that was built around. So, you know, I used to DJ, did graffiti art. Um I know I see some of your tats. You kinda got like the graffiti on one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just right. says Carpen Noctum. My boy Phil did this. So Caesar um Caesar Knight in a uh, in Latin. Um, so yeah, it was just, I was just so into that culture and that uh, he's definitely my biggest inspiration. Um, and also of course, Kobe, just having that, that Mamba mentality, just like, just that killer instinct, you know? Uh, yeah. Rest in peace to both those legends, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those guys are- so those are things I like to instill into like, into myself. Um, and then of course, like, uh, and Barbara is like. There's so many dope barbers. Julius Caesar. I see you shout him out a lot. He's yeah. that and like I, when you repost some of his work, like I think I checked out his page one time and he does like DJ Mustard and like Yeah, he's dope, he's, dude. He's doing a couple um, he's a hairstylist out in LA. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. used to live in Daly City mm-hmm. uh, in the Bay Area. Um so one of the definitely one of the dudes I looked up to when he like not just as a barber but his style, his uh the way uh he talks. Um it's really more about art, you know, embracing the art. He's a really cool dude, humble dude to be where he, his status is at. Uh, I fuck with him hard, um, and just the way his whole fashion, like he captures photos, and it's just crazy. You know, like Vince the Barber too. He's still, um, and he's like, you know, he cuts a lot of athletes, and you know, he's, you know, they're all Filipinos and stuff. So I was like, yo, that's sick, you know, and I want to be at that level. Um, and if I say for the cut and sew, for sure, like Jerry Lorenzo and uh, which McCall from Dude, from Rude, um, they're just sick. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I have different elements for the brand, like where they're at and just really creating that art. Yeah. Um, it's not even about the money. Money comes and goes, you know, but just to 
to what see them people, yeah. yeah, and how they style, how they dress, to see like, you know, my designs come to life. It's just, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, dude, and you're making it happen, bro. I yeah. mean, that that Tupac shirt uh, came out a year ago. We were saying earlier, and you said you got another release coming pretty soon. Yeah, it'll be September. Okay, sure. September, the next yeah. uh, next Tupac collab. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, it's gonna so, be sick. And did you do Biggie too? Not yet. No, just, just yet. it was West Coast thing, right? Yeah. Okay, I remember. Def- I, Big Guy will have something dope for him, too. Uh, and that's the oh, thing. Oh, shit, did I just uncover a, a future design? <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like to, you know, we're because, like, our brand is, like, yo, like, you're, you know, are you a fitness brand? Are you a streetwear brand? What are you? You know, like, and I get that asked all the, the time. Culture. Like, what, what is, you know what I'm saying? What is... Mysterio, uh, man, it would always kind of like I hate always explaining. Yeah, there were streetwear slash rebellious fitnesswear, and all that. Uh, you know, because I love streetwear brands back then, like Cooks and Castles, Black Scale, all those other brands. But the only problem is they're always in thick material, so I want to give it the raw, um, this raw authentic designs onto like fitted apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted, I just, to be honest, I just want to do things my way. You know, I don't think there's any, like, a true, uh, uh, a true, like, things like I had to do. There's a certain way I had to do things. Yeah. I think now it's like, I think. You just got to open canvas. Yeah, especially yeah, during this pandemic, it opened my eyes. Like, I kind of just wanted to do what I want to do. I've been kind of, like, making everyone happy. Like, oh, you had to do a certain way because that's where the fashion's going. That's the way it's like, dude. But, like, I'll be like everyone else, you know? So I just, I'm just doing things my way. And, yeah. And just, I'm actually loving it even more, so. Yeah, man, I'm sure COVID's got you in the in the house cooking, right? Like, you just, yeah. like, nonstop ideas. Like, nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. How do you, uh, I'm going to have another really big question, because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, like I said, I get inspired by your stuff, and what I noticed is that you kind of have your hand in, like, a few pots, like you're doing the clothing, then you have the fitness, then you have, um, like, then you're pretty much your own graphic designer, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just doing all these things, like, how do you manage all that? Dude. The barbering, like, it's just, it looks like it's non-stop for you. I don't even know. Your text messages was like, what, three, 300 texts? Yeah, like, 330. <laughs> it's just part, to me, it's just small, but, um, I don't know, man. I, just another one I think that's what my, you know, my girl, she's like, Dude, you know, like everyone goes through her now. Um, to get hold of you? To t- yeah, because it's hard to like get hold of me, you know. Like, I was supposed to think of like other podcasts, you know, I've been kind of like, dude, I'm so busy, especially with the COVID. I gotta continue my grind and I just don't have, really have a true break, you know, because like, I'm always working. Almost. Like, there's, it never stops. My brain's always like creating. You know, I'm left handed, so. I just have like, and plus I have, I feel like I have, you know, ADD or something. Like, I just have sh- such a short extension, uh, attention span. span where I'm like, I'll be doing this and, and I'm like, jump that. Yeah. I'm about to text. Oh, shoot. And it's like, oh, I need this email. Like, oh, I need this. Like, dude. Um, it's madness to everything, but I don't know. I, it's, I don't even know how I even handle it, all this, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's just really kind of, 
you gotta be good with time management or something. There's Sun's gotta be, there's gotta, <laughs> there's gotta be a fucking. I just have a team that now I'm starting, starting to trust my team more and like helping me with that because I just don't even have. I don't even. I can't think at yeah. times. You know, it'll you know because I'm always like analyzing everything. You know, like even just going to this room, I'm like, oh, this is dope. I'm seeing this. And then it's the first thing I know is, all right, I like this. I like his, uh, what you're wearing right now. I like the hat. I see Kobe. I see Nipsey. Like, my mind just wanders because it just gives me, like, a different element, you know. But at the same time, like, I, I'm, like, paying attention to you. And then it's, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I start, like, oh, look at these colorways, you know. It's like, oh, she's, like, his outfit. It's yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? Just I, my mind thinks differently. You know, I look at colorways and look at the sky. I'm, like, yeah. always creating something. at the end of the day that's your job yeah yeah you, so you're just constantly like picking apart things yeah no i get that man that's that's definitely so that's why that's why people are like yo like sometimes like are you is he really paying attention to me yeah yeah he's just everywhere yeah. like i really like my phone rings and i'm like listen like i'm just trying to multitask somehow because i have such a short attention span yeah like i just got to you know, I, I know I got to work on it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, fuck. Shit, I got to work on getting on your level, dude. Cause, <laughs> right, you're, you got a short attention span, attention span, and you're getting shit done. I'm more like, I got a short attention span, and I'll be like, fuck. Like, <laughs> oh, I got to go do that. I got to go do this. Like, shit's all over the place. You know, yeah. no, you just get busier and busier, you know what I mean? That, that happens to me, too, man. But that's part of the the journey. You start, you know, analyzing what's going to make your job easier, too. Yeah. You know? Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. As entrepreneurs, we're problem solvers. So our goal, our job is to really try to figure out how to master every different levels, you know, and when, when you're done with, you, you experience and you master one level, you leveled up, then it's like another problem to solve, you know, and yeah. my things, even with my team, I was like, I don't like the word no. Like, let's figure this this out. There's a solution to every problem. Change you know, that we just got yes. to figure it out. It's almost like, like, oh, Rod, how can you never put things on sale online? I'm like, yeah, it's like, why should we? There's like billions of people in this world. If we can't sell it out, we're not working hard enough. We're not extending our network. And I get antsy. And yeah, I'm probably, you know, I'm probably very annoying at times, uh, especially to my team. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, I just have such high expectations. I'm very, uh, um, I'm very, I just, yeah, I just have high expectation. I, just, I mean, once you've seen failure so many times and you've, you know, overcame those failures, yeah. like you kind of, I can see where those standards come from, you know, like you're like, I've done this shit by myself. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm going to have high expectations because I've already done the impossible. Yeah, so now pretty it's much. Like, now it's like time, like, I, I mean, to have a team too that's down for that shit too. It's, yeah probably hard to come across man oh for sure for sure i'm super grateful to have a team like a, a solid core team right now um and then like we're just you know we'll vibe with each other and i love it i love it man that's dope to hear bro you, you already know this was like the most anticipated interview for like the whole year like you know what's crazy i started doing it's been like six months now but like I always had that vision, right? Back in twenty sixteen, like you, like you said, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. Shit kind of pushes you back. You know, you you're kind of like trying to figure out like how to balance everything. And um, I was definitely not like I didn't have this as a priority at the time. But like now, like I think I probably would say 
back in January, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just dive into this. Like I'm gonna make yeah. it, I'm gonna make it happen. And I definitely always had you like like as one of the people that I was gonna oh, sit down with. You, yeah, you. no, definitely, man. Um, because I just knew, like, you know, you were you were exactly like what this represents, you know. Yeah. And shout out everybody that's doing their thing, everybody that's really making nothing into something. Um, but yeah, this was a no brainer, bro. So definitely great to have you here. What do you have? Uh, what what can people expect from you in the future? Lots of releases. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I'm just getting my like my. I created groove back again, you know. I mean, there's times like there's times like I have like, just like I have my moments where I'm kind of like, uh, whatever, you know. But now I'm like, I'm just like, there's like a light bulb just hit me. I'm just so inspired. Um, and then yeah, I just expect lots of releases, um, lots of you know new drops. We'll be doing lots of collaborations. Um, All those collabs are going to be fire, yeah, too. Lots, lots of big things this year, for sure. Hell yeah, man. Um, and where can people check you out? Uh, check us out on our website, www.mysteriobrand.com. We also have our Instagram, mysteriobrand. Um, and, yeah, just check our website. You know, we're definitely probably getting to, like, a lot of stores. So that's going to be the upcoming things I'm going to uh, start doing, but... Uh, yeah, just our website. You need to check us out. Our, you know, even get cut by me. Hell yeah! You know, oh, we got the barber. Yeah, barber Rob. Four hundred five North First Street. Book online. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Let's get it. Oh yeah. Um, twenty twenty twenty. I mean, you you have to make the best out of it, right? Yeah. Like, at this point, it's been a shitty year for everybody. But like, Dude. it's like, what are you gonna do with this shitty year? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fucking <laughs> literally turning dirt into. Got to turn it into something. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's crazy because it's like a blessing and curse with the it whole really COVID. Is. Yeah. You know, because COVID actually, it's a curse because everything that's going down, of course, people die and it's so unknown. It's mysterious, basically. But at the same time, it allowed me to slow everything down and also allowed me to appreciate a lot of things. Um, and so it's never really a, it's not a loss. It's a lesson learned. I think as, you know, people as a bit like owners, uh, entrepreneurs, barbers, like it allowed us, you know, I'm seeing everyone's hustle right now. It's amazing. You know, yeah. people, you know, I love it, you know, and everyone's like, oh, why don't you afraid? Like you shout so many people out, you give so much people love, sometimes don't, you know, give you love. Um, I'm like, no, it doesn't matter to me because I know the hustle. I know how hard it is to get to where everyone's at. So I just respect everyone's hustle. Um, I don't have, you know, it's never about the ego. It's about, like, letting people know, like, I respect your grind. And a lot of people, it comes, like, you know, it just it just tells, you know, it just kind of, like, inspires them, you know what I'm saying, to respect them, you know. And I don't re I don't expect anything back from them. It's more like, yo, that's just, that's dope, dude. And I'm seeing everyone's hustle right now, and I love it. Yeah, man, it ain't. It's not hard to see why you got the hustle harder on the back. Yeah, that that's tight. But hey, man, Rod, appreciate you for coming by, man. Thank Everybody, you, make thank sure you. you check out Rod. Yeah. He got his own barber shop, his own website, and go show some love, man. Much love. Hell yeah, we're gonna yeah, do another was, one. It was bro. great talking to you, man. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Player moves only. We out. Yeah.